Hi, welcome everybody. This is Sasha from Sexport Talks, and I am so happy to welcome today uh, Aaron Kleinerman, uh, who is a transformational sex and relationships coach. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Mm, thank you. Pleasure to be here with you. <laughs> so I am so happy because he said yes without knowing me. You, most of the coaches that I that I have uh, interviewed have been my friends, my mentors, my colleagues. So I just dared and went for it. It was like, I like his vibe. I like his work. I'll just go for it. And he said, yes. So, ah, so. <laughs> <sighs> hmm, I love what you're creating. And I love the platform that's supporting yeah, men and women to come more authentically into their body, into their sexuality. <laughs> Thank you. And it's so important right now, more than ever. So um, I have um, the pleasure of knowing women that work with men but i have received a lot um and more often every time this comment of hey i want to hear about sexuality from other men what is it that men have to say about male sexuality so um speak that that's uh one of the reasons why i wanted to invite you to this platform and i i am so curious about how men approach you? What is it that they are looking for when they when they contact you? Well, it's a great question. I think um, what I've noticed through the years, especially when I was first um, teaching and speaking in this in this realm, a lot of time the men would only reach out to me after coming to a workshop with their with their beloved and being like, maybe you could give me a couple tips or feedback, you know, just to, to be a better lover, to, to be better in the bedroom and. My background is in uh, personal development. I was working and teaching from stage and helping people with their mindset and consciousness work. And it wasn't really until I got into the field of, of Tantra and, and really understanding the sexuality component as well that I started to see where most of the, the fear and the worry and the shame exist, and especially for male bodies. So men often find me from you know just kind of reaching out and saying hey i'm a little curious but there's a big hesitation with men because men the, the, their egos are strong and they're like i'm good i'm a good lover i don't need any support you know whether it's erectile dysfunction or whether it's some part of them that they're not necessarily you know stepping into fully in their life there's a place where men are a little bit you know worried or don't know how to approach it so when they do I, I like open my arms and heart and say wow thank you so much for reaching out because you're in the the five percent that are willing to to face the fact that they might need a little bit more support and and what i find most often than than anything is that men's challenges actually isn't necessarily with their their sexual body it's with their emotional body the, a, a man's capacity to feel deeply, to feel completely and express what's under the surface isn't really something society offers a lot of. As, as young boys were said, not allowed to cry, don't cry, this isn't, this isn't allowed, stop doing that, etc., etc. So the place of men more deeply expressing their sexual nature is a place where, where sometimes they're afraid and, and, and there's fear. So what I support men to do is to get more in touch with their feeling body, the part of them that allows the body to feel deeply and completely. And that opens up a whole other pathway to connect 
the the sex and spirit to connect the mind and sex and so all of these centers in the body come are online and they can actually be more free in society <laughs> thank you for mentioning that that's so important because well, first of all, I, I have seen that firsthand as well, uh, that, that reaction of men like, oh my God, I, I know how to do things, like I'm the best lover ever. It's like, oh, please take the chance to explore. And then when they do that, they, they, they find exactly what Gigi's described, that the mm -hmm. most uh, important part was always about their emotion, the connection with their vulnerability, how relevant mm. it is. And, the, the beautiful part is that they start discovering more about themselves and in that they create better relationships with their partners. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, and the thing is, it's like there's such a stubbornness in so many men to actually like sit down and, and discover more about themselves. And what I find 99% of the time is they're, they're wanting actually a, a woman to support them in that way because they don't have enough connection in their own inner woman. And the, really the, the journey I support a lot of men in, in their life is getting more in touch with this inner vulnerability, this inner tenderness and the fear. Like I come from a government military background. Like when I'm working with men, there, I, I can speak to those men. I can also speak to the spiritual hipty dipty lost in the clouds men. Like you know, you, I'm sure you know both sides of that spectrum. And and the the place where men are willing to be vulnerable and they're willing to say, hey, I need some more support. I, I need you know something's not working right here. Like what what I say to all the women listeners: if a man shows you his vulnerability. Do not condemn that vulnerability, celebrate it. Because often when a man finally gets vulnerable, then the woman's like, oh, what, hap what happened to the presence? What happened to the Shiva? I need you back. And then the woman inside the man's like, oh my God, I'm never doing that again. That was a nightmare. And so she goes back, like imagine there's this like inner feminine in a man and she goes back into the cupboard that she's been hiding in for the last 20, 30, 40 years and never wants to come out again. So when a man's vulnerability is seen, celebrate it. Let it come out. Let it be seen. It's, it's beautiful. And he's not going, it might feel a little bit awkward. It might feel a little bit weird because he's not used to expressing and emoting in that way. And it's just like, ah, oh, beautiful, brother. I'm here with you. I hold you. Thank you. <laughs> One of the most beautiful things to witness is the heart of men when they when they are able to wow. open it. It's so rich in in color and so so huge. I think that that is one of the biggest gifts of men, and they don't even know that it's their beautiful, gentle, loving heart. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And and the, the thing is, a lot of men are afraid of being vulnerable because they think they're going to get lost in the vulnerability and they're never going to come back to their presence and their strength. And I, I remember that fear strong in myself. Like when I really started to get into these practices, I was like a little bit afraid. I was tentative. I didn't know, you know, what would happen or what wouldn't happen. So I gave myself just permission to go there. And the deeper I went into my vulnerability, the stronger, the more clear, the more vibrant, the more on par my masculine became. It was like this frequency got larger and I got deeper into my, into my femininity and my receptivity. 
And then I got more clear, more strong, more like directive, penetrative. And all parts of me were like, wow, this is what it feels like to be more on purpose and more fire in my body and not feel like I'm ashamed of that penetrative power because I know how to penetrate within myself. And I have this inner union that's dancing inside of it all. This, uh, this, this year is speaking, I can feel like my whole self vibrating with such excitement. And I, mm. I really want to reflect that because I know that one of the biggest fears of men in becoming vulnerable is that women might reject them. But in reality, mm -hmm. it can be so exciting, so beautiful and so delightful to to be able to witness this. Uh, mm. I know there is fear because there are many women that have been conditioned to reject that as well. Of course, of course, because a lot of what, and this is, you know, I, I, I see what happens in a lot of relationships. Like my partner and I do a lot of, we do uh, couples immersions, we do one-on-one -on -one counseling with people. In relationship, the, the area of most problem, the most friction is in the contrasexual relationship. That means the masculine in the, in the feminine, in the, in like the woman and the feminine essence in the man. And often if you look at that, it's usually like 11 year old and a 12 year old trying to relate to one another. They might be in a 40 year old or 50 year old body, but that's the development stage of that contrasexual part. And so when, when the man goes into his femininity, he's, he's then relating to the, the, the masculine essence in the woman that might not be very developed. So she needs to learn how to grow her capacity to hold presence, to be the witness, to observe without judgment. And so, so many women are only used to going into ah, chaos and everything which is beautiful. We love Shakti. We love the way she expresses and she's unpredictable and everything else. But a man, really, what, what I know I need in a relationship, I'm generally 80, 90% of the time, I'm holding the masculine pole. But there are times when I just want my partner to hold me and not judge me for holding me and just say, I love you. I got you. It's okay. And that might happen like, 5% of the time, but in that 5%, my inner feminine is like, yeah, she's so excited. And she's like, ah, oh, I can be held too. I don't always have to be the one holding. And that is such a vital piece inside of the relationship dynamic for, for men and women. It is, it is. And thank you for bringing that up because that balance is so important. And you mentioned how it's like dealing with 12 and 11 year old parts. So how immature, these aspects of ourselves are because we have kept them in the shadow. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, exactly. And, and, they, and they want to come out because they generally want to express, but when they don't have a framework or a time or an energy to express, then they come out in the shadow and they come out as vindictive, they come out as manipulative, they come out in ways that are just trying to, to not feel the pain and the frustration that's usually sitting as emotional turmoil from the past. And so the, the, the thing I love about this work is that we, we dive deep into the unconscious patterns that have been, you know, sabotaging people's lives for a long time. And what I see so often is men come to me for sexuality, but then I end up more often than not supporting them in their emotional body. And then when their emotional body comes online, 
then everything else comes online as well. And, and this is the, the piece. It's like to be a multi-orgasmic man means that you have to be able to feel deeply, feel completely, and vibrate your emotional body. Because when you're having sex, when you're making love, the same, they're called nadis, the, 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 the cords of energy in the body, the same cords of energy that you utilize to express your emotional body are the same cords of energy that you feel a multi-orgasmic state. So if you're a man listening to this and you're you know, often you know, ejaculating after two or three minutes and you can't hold your orgasm, probably you're not very in touch with your emotional body. So you have to get in touch with your emotional body before you're able to actually feel more and hold yourself more completely in the bedroom. How important is that? I have had men coming to me trying to get like the perfect recipe to become the best lover ever. And it's in the feeling of their true emotion, of their emotional body. How mm -hmm. I, I mean, I wish we could just like put that in the in, in the Facebook pages, like connect to your emotions in order to ask <laughs> me, please. <laughs> yes, exactly. And it's like when when a man connects to that, when he connects to that space of he can access the cosmos and he can access the muck and the dirt and the mud inside. Like that's the, it's a dark journey. And most time when people come on this spiritual journey, it's all about ascending and going up and connecting to the ethers. And part of what I love supporting men and, and, and women as well into is connecting this place where we're taking this energy of, the authentic self of God consciousness and we're dropping it down into the body and we're feeling it. We're understanding it through the mind. We're expressing it through our, our throat chakra. We're expressing our purpose and our, our sense of, of being in the world when we're dropping all that energy down into our base and as our sexuality. So we're utilizing sexual energy actually as a healing modality that's what tantra is more than anything and whether you know i'm supporting men in a in a, in a uh, men's immersion or retreat or it's a co-ed it's like when sexual energy and that can happen through self-pleasure when sexual energy can come online and then we just give our body full permission to be in the direct experience of what is like i find sometimes in my own processing like even last night like with all this coronavirus and all this stuff happening like there's a lot moving on a fear energetic base level and so just the full permission to oh just to feel what's alive it doesn't need to make sense and this is a really important piece for men who are listening when you start to express your emotions turn off your logical brain that wants to make a, a sound and a reason and an understanding to why you're crying or why you're angry. It doesn't matter. All you're doing is giving your body a chance to express what you haven't had a chance to express. And what I see more often than not, like every men's immersion workshop, everything I ever do, is it's a waterfall with like a dam in front of it. And the dam's just like slowly opening and then it's like, oh, there's a hole massive amount of just stuff that has never been expressed in a male body. And when they have a safe container, whether in the privacy of their own home or in a workshop space, whatever it is, when you have permission to express that, 
everything changes. Yes, I love that so much. And the, the, I think the point of daring to feel deeply these, these fluting emotions that can totally become part of this multi-orgasmic energy because they, are the, they have the same nature. Mm. Uh, should be uh, should be just stimuli enough. Should be just like 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 um, yeah. Should should get men ready and, and brave enough to dare to feel. But many don't know how to start. It has become mm -hmm. such a taboo for men when when you speak about vulnerability. And, and I hear you have worked with in the military as well. And I mm -hmm. know that that's one of the of the hardest one because they, they really teach men to disassociate from their emotions. Mm -hmm. So uh, how can a man just find the crack to start <laughs> allowing vulnerability, to start allowing their emotions when there have been layers over layers of over layers of taboo and fear and panic about connecting to them? Yeah, it, it's a great question. I love how you said that around finding the crack because that's really what it is. It's like there's this mask of masculinity that men wear, this part of us that, that, that is afraid of actually being vulnerable. And yet when we close our eyes and we drop in inside, and if you're listening to this, I give like take, take a moment just to feel what's underneath that mask. What's underneath that part of you that has been hitting your head against the same brick wall in relationships and recreating the same experience over and over and over and over again? And if you're listening to this man and, and you notice that you've, like, you've had the same partner say the same thing about you over and over again, there's a chance ah, that she's probably seen something in you that you're not willing to, to, to deeply look at. And so where the crack happens is when you just slow down enough to look at it and to get really honest with yourself. That honesty might be reaching out to a mentor in your life. It might be sending, sending me an email at the end of this and saying, I don't know where to start. I just want to have a 20-minute chat with you, Aaron. I don't know. Or it could be reaching out to mother or father, someone in your life you know you trust, to just say, hey, I don't know, and something's not working right. Like those three words for a man is really hard to say, I don't know, I, I need some support because that requires a vulnerability to say something's not working right here and I need to let down my guards so that love can, can actually enter. And that support, when, when you come in that place and you can actually be authentic, you can actually be real, like the universe just says, okay, I'm here. I'm here to support you. I, 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 I'm ready to support you. I'm ready to, to, to show up in a way that you can be and, and allow yourself to feel and you can be free and you can be real and you can be what's underneath it all. And it's, it's not this, it's not going to change overnight. It's not, these patterns are deeply embedded inside of you. And so the more that, that the permission you give yourself because you know inside of anything that you're safe and that you're held. And, uh, you know, we work, uh, you know, both myself and my partner, we work a lot with people that have gone through sexual trauma and emotional trauma and hard trauma and soft trauma. And it's tough because when that trauma is there, 
the vulnerability is afraid of coming out because often when the vulnerability came out at a young age, that's when trauma happened in the body. So I, I, if you find yourself in that situation and you need support, reach out to someone. It doesn't need to be me. Reach out to someone who you, who you know is going to support you, who you know you can have a session with, who you know that can say, I, I don't know what to do about this anymore. I, I need some understanding and I need some feeling. And, you know, uh, one of the big things in the way I speak to men is first very cognitively because a man's mind wants to understand these par par parameters of, of the human experience and the fact that these balanced archetypes are existing inside of our psyche. And when the mind can understand that, then the mind can finally actually begin to, 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 to let go and you can begin to let go of, of the mind. These two simultaneous dances are happening. And in doing that, it gives the body a chance to say, oh, like take a deep breath and to, to feel more what's really alive there. And it's never, it, it, what the challenging thing I see for men is they always want to logically understand what the next step is going to be. Okay, what do I do now? And what do I do here? And what do I do there? And, and, and it's, it, it's okay, like logic is there. And I take men through very logical sequences so that the logic can drop away and the real authentic expression inside the body can be revealed. Mm, I love that. Um, I love something that you're mentioning about connecting to others, asking for help, mm. because I find mm. that that can be particularly challenging uh, when it comes to finding other men and daring to speak their hearts out. It's like relationships between men are not usually that deep. They, they are more about, they open up when they drink or, or, and they try to keep things shallow and they try not to connect at those deeper layers but they are so necessary. This mm -hmm. brotherhood is so important to, to mm -hmm. create bonds of brotherhood. And yeah. in that sense, I love that you are creating this, uh, this opportunity for men to reach out to you because sometimes the men that they have around them are all, all, are all in the same page of trying to, de to disconnect from their emotions. So it's mm -hmm. important to, to connect to a man that can help them back into their hearts mm. and I love that you're offering this chance uh, that people can reach you and that you're offering a program as well for men online uh, could you yeah. tell a little bit about that yeah for sure for sure and I, I, I just want to speak into one other thing and I love what you said about if you look at and not now because of coronavirus but if you look at like men going out to the bars the moment they have a couple of drinks what happens that feminine part of them that's like slapping asses and has no inhibitions finally gets a chance to be expressed. So the, the gateway, and I had a deep relationship with alcohol as well. Like I'm a mariner. And I remember when I finally put down beer years ago and I could actually get in touch with my body, it was liberating. And so what I offer in support men is a, is an eight week solo one-to-one -one journey where you get to really take this experience on your own because a lot of men are afraid to even go to a men's circle. They're afraid to even talk to men about their vulnerabilities. And so I have a conscious man's guide to the bedroom. It's framed at the bedroom about being a better lover, but it takes you into all of these different pieces around the emotional body, understanding 
what's alive. And it's a self-study. So that now, because we can't go out and, you know, we're, most of us are quarantined. It's a great way to take a, a journey inside your heart and actually begin to get real with what's underneath it all. And, you know, I love the brotherhood that create, that I, that forms and retreats and workshops and, you know, the six, six day initiation journeys I run for men. But I feel that a man, you know, often wants to start from a space within himself because it has, you have to confront some of these parts within you and it's challenging. So be willing and be willing to, to reach out if you need support, be willing to, to send my, myself a message and or, or dive into this course. It's really a, it's a good introductory framework for learning some simple simplicities around Tantra, around the emotional body, around sexuality, around semen retention, all of these things that men want to learn to become a better lover that's framed in a way that gives a man more of an experience of becoming more whole. How beautiful. I just mm -hmm. hope that more and more men dare to take this step, that this uh, percentage that you were mentioning in the beginning starts increasing. As, sure. as, as more women are embracing their sacred sexuality, I wish more men start embracing that with that sense of connection because I have, say, I have seen a lot of uh, lack of integrity when it's just about wanting to be amazing lovers and they are disconnected from the heart. So mm -hmm. I, I think that the path is, uh, yeah, be amazing lovers, but go with your heart as well. Yeah, because the heart is most deeply connected to the soul. And at the end of the day, we're these bioelectric magnetic beings that have, you know, incarnated and we're, we're, there's a soul within us, but we have to learn how to master the human experience. And when we master the human experience, then the heart actually is the organ, is the part of us most deeply connected to our soul, our essence, our love. And so as that heart reaches out into the world, everything changes. And we get to actually live a life more deeply on purpose, more connected to our, our, our innermost desires. And we get to live, you know, wild and joyful and free, but yet still connected to our tenderness. Mm, I love that. Thank you so much for this amazing conversation. I just want to go on and on and on and on. Because <laughs> and that's something that I really want to empathize. It's so beautiful when men open their hearts and speak from their hearts and connect mm. to their hearts. So men, don't be afraid. You're not going to become weaker and less attractive, less appealing. And it's, women are not going to reject you thinking that you are, uh, you know, like a wimp or whatever. They are going to adore that in you. They are going oh, yeah. to adore that openness because deep down inside we're craving to be strong as well it's like when when we women see a man that there's to be vulnerable we dare to be strong mm -hmm. and and we get to in that dance love both sides but not get addicted to either one and actually hold polarity inside of it too because there's a, you know, sexually as well, there's a part of every man, there's a part of every woman that wants to be ravished and consumed and taken. And there's a part of us that wants to ravish and consume and take. So we have to own both of those desires to actually live more in the authentic, you know, integrity of our own being. Yes, yes. <laughs> Thank you so much for this beautiful conversation. I have enjoyed it so much and I hope that everybody enjoys it. You're very welcome. It's been a joy to be here with you. Yeah.